You've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Your move, creep. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Huh? Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Hello, everybody, and welcome to an episode of the Film Feast podcast. I am your host, Matt Bledsoe. Uh, and this week, we're just going to be hanging out and talking about some stuff we've seen recently. Uh, and I'm so happy to be joined by one of the coolest people around. She's the host of the Schooled by Cinema podcast. Uh, it's Lexi Van Dyke. Lexi, how you doing? Hey, hey. You can't see I'm wearing, like, those cool shades and I have a leather coat on. I am the coolest person you know. <laughs> I hit the jukebox with my hip and it turns on. <laughs> Yeah, she's just a regular Fonzie over here. She's that's I was like, listen, I was glad you dressed up for the podcast, a non-visual format. <laughs> hey, oh. hey, you gotta be cool all the time in every medium. That's true. You can't just like not be cool even if people can't see you because it still exactly. resonates, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah. Getting off it, to like a stellar start. This is great. <laughs> this is great. I was like, I'm already bullshitting immediately. <laughs> This like, is a perfect bullshit episode. There's going to be a lot of bullshit, people, if you're not ready. Love so, it, love it. Uh, I guess I should explain before we get anything that I had promised at the end of last week's episode that we'd be starting up the John Carpenter, Master Carpenter series, picking up from Cobwebs uh, with Daniel and Lexi talking Starman. Uh, but Daniel got sick, unfortunately. Um, so, I we just want to wait for him to be better because I, especially because Master, Master Carpenter's his thing uh, that yeah. he started. So I really want him to be here. So um, I know last week I was like, it'll be next week, everybody. And that's not <laughs> happening. So look for it down the road. I don't know when, because I'll be out of town next weekend. There's other stuff, but um, we will get to it at some point. We'll get to Starman. <laughs> so, um, but then I was like, let's pivot and let's still talk. Uh, so I asked Lexi just to talk about stuff we've seen recently and just kind of hang out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I'm very excited. I know there's one movie we both saw this weekend. That's a very big question. <laughs> I'm talking about Madam. Web. <laughs> so talking about. I was on another friend's podcast this morning, and we were talking about it a little bit too. This is like the <laughs> the film on everyone's lips this week. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, unfortunately, not I guess normal moviegoers because I don't think it did very well. <laughs> It got no, badly I... beat by the Bob Marley movie, though. Yeah, I was like, I think the Bob Marley movie beat it. I mean, hey, more power to the Bob Marley movie. I mean, I've heard that the Bob Marley movie is like, whatever. But, <laughs> like, I think uh, Bensley King of Deer is pretty good at it, playing Bob Marley. And Tiana Taylor, who's playing his wife, and I love her, so. You, you know more about it than I do because I had not even, <laughs> I didn't know who made it. I don't know who was in it. I had seen like, the trailer a bunch. The trailers just started dropping like a month ago or something. And then like their Twitter feed was like, 
iconically like maniacal going like following anyone who posted anything about love or anything like just going oh, that's after right. everyone so funny is like so twisted whoever um, was yeah. running that bob marley twitter page was in like going crazy because they were like popping up on everything yeah, promoting I bonus i think that's why they got like top billing at the box office they were going all the time it must have worked i did laugh because i thought it was funny because film twitter seemed to really hate that trailer like the two trailers everybody hated was the argyle trailer and the bob marley trailer Uh and they were like this looks bad i'm tired of seeing this and then it does way better than expected and i just laugh because i'm like again film twitter is so out of touch with reality and like like really is i mean some people just like they're like oh it's a bob marley biopic i'll go see it because i know of him and i want to learn more about him and i like his music and (laughs) and argyle was just i think people were like oh it's gonna be on apple so why am i gonna watch it also it you know maybe they're like eh, whatever i don't want to see that i don't know i don't know i don't think argyle did that well bob marley movie i read just did better and then it, i mean i somebody's tweet i thought that like that they really discounted the boomer like yes. the boomer even like older gen x thing because pe- i remember even when i was younger i felt like people had bob marley like blacklight poster oh, <laughs> like, yeah. my, like my dad wanted to go see it he's like i really want to go see it this weekend i'm like okay go see it have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i don't know anything about how good or bad it is but i just think it's funny that i just like he made so much money and then everyone yes. was dumping on him here but like this was uh, again. Uh, there's like a coworker movies that came. We saw like coworkers oh, like at yes, work, and I one. feel like a couple people at work had even mentioned like, "Oh, the Bob Marley movie." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's just it's just funny to me. Sometimes I have to step back and be like, "We're not part of like the yeah. just normal people movie discussion." <laughs> Absolutely not. We are in our own little bubble in our own little world. The the movie bubble. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Did you wait? Did you see Argyle? I don't know if I caught up on that yet. I, I haven't seen Argyle. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I saw Madame Web, so I should see anything at this point. But <laughs> I, I probably would have seen Argyle. I don't. What weekend was that? Like two weekends ago? I the feel like I just. It was like almost three hours long, wasn't it? It was like an was insane that long? length. I feel like it was like two I mean, and a half hours long. If I go to and AMC least, and they add thirty Madame minutes Web of previews, like an hour and forty-five. Oh, okay. Argyle's two two twenty. <laughs> so that's still, plus like credits and like the trailers and stuff you're gonna be there for like yeah. almost three hours at, at my local amc they've gotten a little better recently they you are guaranteed minimum 20 minutes sometimes all the way up to 30 minutes of wow free stuff like there's commercials thrown in now there's yes. the nicole kidman thing there's the bumpers for just like amc stubs i'm like yeah. good lord just play the movie <laughs> like the one year to me is cinemark so they don't i don't get to see the amc like nicole kidman oh you that i do Definitely. that is a treat every time it's like <laughs> heartbreak feels good in a place like this i appreciate that people don't like it i kind of have gotten to the point where i kind of genuinely enjoy the nicole kidman amc <laughs> like i, mean, I don't want it to go away you gotta appreciate that I she's really going for it. I just it just kind of gives me comfort now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm ready to see a movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to see cinema. Nicole Kidman, like, <laughs> heartbreak. Heartbreak does feel good in a place like that. <laughs> um, okay, but, so what did you think of Madam Web? Well, I didn't see Madam Web in an AMC, so heartbreak did not feel good in a place like I saw it. Uh, we have a local, a very local chain called Cinema Cafe. Like it is Aww. just around here. Um. They serve like full meals, like burgers oh, and fries, yeah, yeah, pizza. Yeah. I love their food. 
like that's place, good. Hey. shockingly good food. So yeah. I was like, listen, I've heard terrible things at Madam Web. And I thought to myself, but I got nothing going on Sunday. It there's a showing right around lunchtime. I was yeah, like, I haven't been there in a while. Food. Get yes. some I was like, at the at the worst, I will have a meal, a good meal, and this movie will play in front of me and who knows what'll happen. <laughs> so hey, you know, at least one of those elements you know you can control. You know the food's gonna be good. It's not right. like a question mark. They're there. they're very consistent on how they're made their food. So <laughs> like everything's good there. So um I went there and uh, packed house, by the way. I mean, the, the oh, theater was full. My, yeah, uh, mine was pretty full, too, on a Wednesday night. Like, oh, wow. That is, yeah. that is surprising. And so it was, I, it was Valentine's Day, so like maybe people were like going with their you know, partner or whatever. Oh. But it was very full. Yeah, okay. I forgot it opened up like on Valentine's Day and not yes. Friday, yeah. two days later. Um, So I went and, I, <laughs> you know, I <laughs> thought it was... Very bad, like, but like, not the worst thing I've ever seen. If that's, yes. if that means much at this point, but, but still, still very bad because I, God, where do I, where to begin? Um, <laughs> it's, I, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's a weird like throwback to early to older superhero movies in a yes. way because it's very, um. I don't know. It just it's it's set in two thousand three. Maybe that's part of it, and it feels like it might have come out it in two thousand three. Like those first Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, or I was those? a Daredevil, <laughs> Electra. Yes. I just watched Electra, uh, like oh, a like, yes, and that very, like yes. a few months ago, and that's not a good movie. But that was the vibes I was getting from Madame yes. Web, like, um, and but it also has all these problems that I think are of like modern superhero movies, where it's trying to like shoehorn all this other stuff in but yeah. like to what end because like the story they're telling they also don't really they're definitely trying to tie it into other things like very uh i think uh <laughs> what's the word um okay so peter parker is not ever mentioned by name they dance all around it apparently that's <laughs> who's born at the end which i had right did not connect those dots at all until i heard it later and i was like oh, oh okay okay, okay. It was I, I think i'd heard that before and i was already pretty tuned into it like because adam yeah. scott is ben parker who's uncle uh... ben and, and then he's like hey come to my dakota johnson come to my uh sister-in-law and brother's uh baby shower i'm like does she know this but and then they're doing the name game they're doing this like yes. game and like they just won't ever say it's peter parker and it, i don't know what annoys me more when they just outright like say a reference or they dance all around it yeah. and it's like don't play that coy with it just just say it i think uh, the baby shower scene was like the best scene in the movie it was so funny <laughs> like her absolutely <laughs> hating being there because it felt like the most like dakota johnson she does seem like she hates to be everywhere. The press tour for this has been very entertaining. Uh, you know when they like make these superheroes <laughs> be like, oh, they're loners. They like don't like anyone else. Like her, I actually believe that she was a loner who did not like anyone else. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, that's Dakota Johnson's vibe. I feel yes. like she made some comment about how like this almost like how'd you get along with the other the girls the main girls in the movie and she's like, well, they got along great and like we didn't hang out much or something <laughs> like that or. Um, I think she's like my age. I think she's like thirty-seven, and so and then these kids are all in their like early twenties. So I understand, right. like, <laughs> not really my vibe to hang out with a bunch of twenty-year-olds. 
Yeah, no, understandable. I just thought it was a funny yeah. response where she's like, oh, well, they got along. Oh, hilarious because she's just like, <laughs> does not care. Oh, and my favorite thing was someone who says, have you seen the movie yet? She said, I haven't seen it. I don't know when I'll get around to it. I was, how did she, did you leave the premiere? Like, was there for me? <laughs> did she just walk there out? multiple premieres. She wore multiple, like, webbed-themed dresses. <laughs> I don't know how she just, I don't know. She's, she didn't she's, have to stay for the premiere. That's true. That's true. She got out real quick then. She was like, I got to get out of this movie. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I mean, it, the movie, it's like, oh, God, there's so much. <laughs> like, I'm all this other stuff. Like, but it's baffling in like some of the, the I think the the lines that these actors are forced to deliver are just brutal. Like, it's punishing like, exposition. The script is just not good in any no, way. Not good anyway. It's just, like, I really don't understand. Did they watch the stuff happening on screen as they were filming it? And they were like, Yes, this is totally and completely fine. We're just going to keep these lines in here. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Somebody was like, it's fine. That's a, was like, that's the only take they had. All right, move on. It <laughs> like, feels really like big on that energy of being like, okay, it doesn't make sense now, but when we put it all together, it'll make sense because that's the whole point. And I'm like, no, it has to make sense. Like, you've got to be able to understand what people are trying to do. Yeah, that I it feels like it just got away from everybody involved. Oh, yeah. I doubt anybody in it probably knew what was happening in any given moment. Mm -hmm. I thought it was very bizarre that the bad guy, it seems like every line of his is 80 yard. Oh, they are all 80 yard. <laughs> like what? all of them. And what? I don't understand. I don't know if maybe it's because he had an accent and maybe they weren't sure about having a villain with a like a Hispanic accent. Like I wasn't sure like what was going on with all that? I mean, but I mean, like, that's the whole point. She's like, he's from Peru or wherever. Is, is it? Is it Peru? or I, I can't remember. I think they said Peru. They said yeah. Peru. <laughs> and so it's like, obviously, that's where he's from. And that's where you're setting it. And he, it, it was just like, and then like, Joja Mamet is like his weird like, computer <laughs> geek. I'm like, oh, yeah. what is happening? Like, where is he? Why? What? What? Oh. I don't understand. <laughs> so weird i i it's hard to even describe it without people seeing it like i was just trying to tell my friend the plot and as i was yeah. saying the plot back i was like this sounds insane what i'm saying like okay so her mom is in dakota johnson's mom yeah. in the amazon with this guy they're trying to find a spider she finds it uh he he this is all the five minutes of the movie so he shoots her her mom is taken by spider people who to a cave where they let a spider bite her and then Dakota Johnson's born and then years later she gets a knock on the head and then she has powers and I mean there's just it's like and, and there was so much more after that I was like and then this I was like exhausting to get through all this like the whole entire movie felt like an exposition dump for something we were going to get later that we never got like we never right. got to see the three girls like become the spider team or whatever they yeah were that was being. frustrating like, yeah <laughs> it was just them running from one place to another not like it was just i just didn't really <laughs> understand like it it felt like something that definitely got noted to death in like every possible way and there was no pushback at all no yeah yeah I, it's, it's just such a weird thing to do when you have these other spider-man properties like yeah the sony thing is so weird because i feel like they can't use spider-man himself they can't yeah. like directly but they have everybody else they have venom and yeah. morbius and madam webb and all the other yeah. spider women that are in this and it's like 
I, I was even baffled at why do you make a whole movie setting up all this stuff? The girls don't have powers yeah. to give us like 30 seconds at the end where it's like, and one day, we'll, spoilers, I guess, we'll be a team. But it's like, they don't, why, that's a movie. Show that's me that the movie. The other thing is like, why didn't they get their powers in this movie? I don't understand. And how are they going to get their powers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're all going <laughs> to they're all going to get bit by spiders? I don't, like... Uh, I guess! I was like, why are there so many spiders, like, inviting people and giving them powers? I don't know. This, it's... It was not a good movie, but I really don't think that it's, like... I've definitely seen worse movies. Like, I think oh, Cats I, yeah. is a worse movie than this. Oh. I think Cats God. is, like, really the awful litmus test. Like... <laughs> Like, can you be better than cats? That's true. For movies that for movies that have like a budget and a studio behind them, because yes. you know I've seen movies yeah. like The Room that are like absolutely insane, but like fun. I thought Madam Web would be a little more like fun. Bad. It's just kind of it's it is kind. Sometimes I was like, what? Like, uh, it's not. It's a little too. I don't know. It doesn't quite get there for me to be like a midnight cult classic. People are gonna go laugh at. It's not really that kind of fun either. I feel like it might be. Maybe. I don't know. I gotta see it with a different crowd, I guess. Time, I think like people are gonna be like, what were they thinking with this movie? And people are <laughs> gonna go back to it and be like, yeah, we should watch this movie again because it was so weird. Like, did we get everything we could out of it? It's Yeah, it's so weird to tell the story they told. Like, they could have yes. easily just jumped into, like, everybody having powers and given us, like, quick... Yes backstories like yes. that's a better movie i just uh, warning people almost like the stuff you see of like sydney sweeney and any of those other girls like in spider women costumes yeah. in the trailer that's it like that's big yeah, there's, that's there's no see. there's no more yeah. um wild i was like what i mean you're just watching people go from place to place yes. um chased by this fake spider-man uh it's like Baffle, just baffling choices all around uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a yeah, it's a movie of like baffling choices of like the, the I think the script is the worst part. Like, I don't know if any actors could successfully deliver. No, I don't think anyone the could. stuff they have to deliver. Like, say, you know, Meryl Streep, I don't think she could pull it off. <laughs> Although she seems like a more appropriate. I don't know, calling her Madam when she's like in her thirties. I don't know. That felt really weird. Like, I mean, that's the weird thing. Like, because I was talking to my friend about, and we like you know, know yeah. a little bit about comic books, and there was a. Uh, Madam Webb's usually portrayed as an old woman in the comic yeah. books and the cartoons. Like, so it's an odd choice. I mean, I don't know. Like, that's yeah, you know, Helen Mirren likes to be in action movies. Why didn't they make yeah. her Madam Webb? Oh, call her up. I love Helen Mirren. That's <laughs> <laughs> like would have been great. Uh, yeah, it's just weird to do young Madam Webb, mm -hmm. and it's like she her character never was, as far as I know, like a real like main focus. She's somebody that comes in and like gives exposition or tells mm -hmm. the future like she's more of a i feel bad it's like almost like a device and a character it's like a yeah. weird character to build your movie around it's like that's a why woman a plot device <laughs> you're shocking me that oh i know i can't i should expect much from comics from 30 <laughs> 40 years ago but um yeah i mean she just comes in and is like tell spider-man some stuff about like oh this is gonna happen you better do this it's uh. like uh, as far as I and there's probably more with her in the comic books, but as far as my history with her, she usually just come in and tells she's like a narrator. It's like she comes yeah. in and just tells you what's gonna happen. Um I just that's what it feels like people at Sony were sitting around going, Okay, who do we got the rights to? And so they went down a list and like, okay, we've done Morbius, we got a Craven movie coming out, Craven the Hunter, we've done this. Madam Webb, guys. Was a bad guy. Wasn't he a bad guy? 
wait, who Craven the Hunter or Morbius? Yeah, Craven. He is a bad guy. Yeah, and I don't know if the movie's so gonna try to another like like villain origin story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are they gonna try to make I him a bad guy still? I can't. Yeah, it's weird. It's like they want to make them the anti-heroes. Spider-Man's probably gonna kill his girlfriend or something, and then he's gonna turn bad. Like, how? <laughs> how much money are people gonna give me if that's the, what happens? Because I'm just guessing. Oh, I want to know how they turn him bad because I mean, he looks like he's the main hero of that movie. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, a hundred percent. He's not an anti. It's not like Venom where he's not like kind. He's kind of a scumbum to begin with. Like <laughs> they start off with him being a kid, being like having this abusive, horrible father. <laughs> in the, at least from the trailers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I. Yeah. That got delayed like a whole year, didn't it? <laughs> like that's so. not I a great so. sign. Um, yeah, and God, the Matt back to Madam Web. I'm sorry, like, like <laughs> no, go ahead. her character in the comics too. Like as far as I've always known her, like yeah. flies around in a like a wheelchair and is blind and just tells the future. And that's so, what you see at the end, right? <laughs> it's like okay, now we're there, but and that just looked. I thought just that just all seemed ridiculous. I didn't. It wasn't enough for them to put sunglasses on her. She had to tell them like five times in the span of like a minute and a half. Don't worry about that glass. You're going to break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, does she do some every time they come your, over to her house? Her cell phone fell behind the couch or whatever or whatever else she, she told them. Like, shut up, Madam Webb. We're tired of it. Just shut up. It's like literally she did that five times in like the last two minutes of the movie. Yeah, like, they really wow. had to establish. They really had to be like, don't you get it? You haven't watched enough in the last hour and 45 minutes? Yeah, it she's felt like we got it. Yeah, she's clairvoyant. We got like that's pretty hammered home <laughs> through the whole movie. Oh, I, I mean, I won't go into too many spoilers. I does it like I don't think it matters, but the final battle I thought was pretty bad. And the way the yeah, I the, thought most of it looked pretty good, except for the final battle. Like I was actually surprised by most of the CGI and stuff. It didn't wasn't overused. I mean, I guess they weren't really fighting too much, so how can you overuse that's... it? But <laughs> yeah. Like, it didn't look like, like, crazy bad or, like, crazy, you know, green screen. Except that last battle, it was, like, all close-ups on people's face. And it was, like, super blurry. I'm like, how did this, like, how did they let this happen? <laughs> yeah, that's, it does, it kind of does look bad. And it's like, I don't know. Again, maybe they just had something else and scrap it. I heard yeah. this had a lot of reshoots because it was set in a different time period. Like, it was originally set in the early 90s and they bumped up to 03. So it could fit in with the Tom Holland Spider-Man uh, yes. timeline. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's another problem where it's like, that's out of, if the filmmakers do something and then the studio's yeah. like, oh, you know what? We got to move the timeline up 15 yeah. years. If it tell, you know, 10 years, you know, that's got to be something annoying. It's just, it feels like a movie that just got messed with. And, oh, and I don't think had a good base to begin with and like yeah. was unsturdy from the get go. And then it's like, let's yeah. just topple it over. Um, terrible bad guy death i laughed like it's guess like that's it I, I think i went that's it out loud yeah um, i'm so bad for that actor because they really did him so dirty with all the editing and all that stuff i'm like yeah it's uh, not yeah not good. <laughs> not good um and i uh, near the end i was like okay there's some action now but i was like what even yeah. is this movie it's like yeah it's not a comedy it's not 
of no. it's not even an action movie really because there's so little action um it's barely a superhero movie because nobody has powers hardly except i mean adam webb has like a little bit of she's a psychic and yeah. but it's and there's a bad guy but it's not like i it, i don't know it's like what i mean what even is this thing it's how do you quantify this a sci-fi movie because there's like yes. weird shit i don't it was <laughs> it's just so yeah. Baffling. It's, I, I, it's very baffling. I, I was like, wow, a lot of choices were made and a lot of those were the wrong choices. I, I wish there were like individual lines I could remember, but most of them yes. have like left. Yeah, they didn't have the, the, the line from the trailer. Oh, yeah. so ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe like, somebody realized not? the trailer came out and they were like, uh, we should probably get rid of that line or reconfigure it or something. But it became I, memeable. People could have said it in the theater, you know? That's the <laughs> that's what makes a true cult movie when you can say the weird ass line in the theater. Yeah, I was sad they took that line out. It was like yeah. it was fun. Did you see the thing where someone brought that up to Dakota Johnson? Someone yeah. like brought an interviewer was yes. like which I thought was a weird thing to bring up to her because then she's like, Why is that funny? And you can't say to her face, it's funny because it's a bad line and you read it yes. awkwardly. <laughs> So then you're just stuck going like it's memeable, and she's like, "But why?" And it's like, it's one thing if it's memeable because it's like, it it it's kind of like you're dealing with someone who will banter back and forth with you. She is not the person to do that. She's not a Tom Holland. She's not gonna be like go along with you know whatever the journalist is saying. She's on her own frequency, and she's not gonna like have any humor about it. <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's just awkward too because it's like because it's like you do want to tell her why it's funny but you can't because that'd be insulting because yes. it's like because you read it it's like it's such a clunky line and she reads it like with this weird cadence i feel like where it's like he was in the amazon with my mom when she died researching <laughs> spiders like it's just so like <laughs> so like a hat on top of a hat on top of a hat um oh god it's so good oh it's yeah Madam Web, not good. Uh, <laughs> not good at all. Um, not the worst thing I've ever seen, but you know. Yeah, not good. Not good. The food was good, so that was a positive. Hey, there you go. <laughs> My lunch was great. Um, also, I had a, this is a weird side story, but it's just funny in retrospect because I yeah. when I pulled up to the theater, I got, these three teenage girls got out right next to me. And then, and then I went into the theater, got my ticket, and then they I got in before them. They came and sat down right in front of me. And then when I was driving, I went out to get gas. I left the theater. And then they walked right in front of my car. And I was like, am I mad of what? Have you seen the future, Matt? Be careful. I, if I have seen the future, I'm like, something's up. Like, it was just weird. It was like, you've seen these damn three teenage girls everywhere. Did, did your mom study am the spiders in the Amazon? Uh, no, no. Thankfully, thankfully, <laughs> she's still alive. And Thank I'm goodness. not. Matt Mattam Webb M A T T. <laughs> That's I should change my Twitter hands. Do it. Oh my gosh, you need to. God, I need someone yeah. to Photoshop my face on the Madam Webb poster and then I'll All change right. my name to Mattam Webb. All right, it's gonna happen. You can do it. Okay. It's just very weird. And it was funny too, those three teenage girls, like they were didn't give a shit. They were talking, they were on Snapchat the whole yes. time on their phones. And I thought to myself, if this wasn't Madam Web, I'd be annoyed, but I was like, eh, do whatever you want. Yeah, like, exactly. Have fun. Have fun. Go nuts. Go crazy. Yeah. Like, who cares? Um, I was like, it's no one cares. Oh, uh, this this movie is like not. I don't even know if there was a reaction when like people just got up and were like, eh, that's over. Yeah, um, okay. yeah we did that. <laughs> that was so, yeah, 45 minutes of my time. 
it was but i watched that too and i heard a guy telling another guy he was with like that was uncle ben like he was like really serious <laughs> like, like he was almost yelling okay, at him so that is who madam web was made for that guy that guy yes. <laughs> like really serious um oh boy uh so okay we both saw madam web um yes, i guess we because this is I usually it's like everyone go at once, but I guess we can go back and forth on stuff we've seen. So uh, yeah. what else have you seen besides Madam Web? So I saw Lisa Frankenstein. Did you see Lisa Frankenstein? I have not. I wish I saw that instead of Madam Web. You probably would have had more fun. That's every review I've seen has been like pretty good for Lisa Frankenstein. Yes. I totally enjoyed it. I thought it was so fun. And it was like the right. So I think it, it was something about zelda williams and diablo cody totally getting on the same wavelength with each other very similar to like jennifer's body in that way where you have everyone kind of on the same level and kind of understanding what they're doing uh and so in that way like everyone knew this is like super duper heightened we're all gonna play this to the you know, place to the rafters and i thought it was just like so there's like lots of Diablo Cody like witticisms, like, like kind of what she's known for, but it wasn't super over the top. And it was like very like 80s, but not in like the janky 80s way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you see that one that one uh that uh um it came out last year? It was about it had Kieran and Shipka and she went back in time. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The it was the Amazon Prime movie. Yes. Well, I remember that, not the title. Uh <laughs> hang on, I'll look it, it up. It was pretty it was actually that movie's very funny, but it looked like super janky 80s. Like I'm just like, <laughs> they got this all from like Spirit Halloween. Totally killer was what it was. Totally called. killer, yes. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty decent little like uh, go back in time, you know, whole 80s. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like a really funny, fun little yeah. movie. It didn't really, yeah, I don't know if you're saying, like, the 80s aesthetic seemed kind of fake to me. Yes. Like, it it was clearly, like, I don't know how to, it sounds stupid. Like, it just feels like a movie of 2023 trying really hard to replicate. Yeah. I think they were in 87. And I'm like, this just feels too modern. It felt too modern, like, And I think yeah. it has to do with the lighting. I think it's the lighting. It's filmed, yep. Because... <laughs> yep. <laughs> totally killer a lot of it was filmed like in bright daylight mm -hmm. and like so it doesn't quite look the same and in lisa frankenstein it's lit a, a lot of it happens in their house and they did a really good job of like making the house look like that pepto small pink with like all the <laughs> and, uh -huh. and, and the like kind of aqua blues and all that stuff that was really popular in the 80s and so like there was just enough of that to make it feel super super like it like they were paying homage but it wasn't a total totally in it okay so i thought it was fantastic i thought it was so funny and great and silly and like it it was very beetlejuice oh okay okay so i good okay <laughs> i think yeah you know you've like recommended it. i think daniel really liked it i think yeah. he went to go see yeah. it uh there's another someone else who recommended it um at this point i will probably catch it i'll be on streaming but i will watch it when it hits yeah. streaming somewhere but um because it looked good and i, I kind of wanted to i hope so the williams and her work together again because i think they really had like good energy together that's that's good yeah i i was <laughs> you said diablo cody don't get mad at me <laughs> It's like, oh, I, I thought, I thought I really didn't like her 
dialogue for a long time because mm-hmm. I was basing it basically off of like Juno, yeah, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way in some ways. But I thought it has like it has one of my favorite like how he, it has a great scene between uh oh my god who's in that movie? <laughs> hang on hang on um who's the star of Juno? Oh uh um. Oh, Elliot Page and and, uh, J.K. Oh, yeah, and Jennifer Garner. J.K. Simmons is the dad, and Jennifer Garner is the one adopting. Yes, okay. I I said favorite. There's a scene I love between Uh Elliot Page and J.K. Simmons. Yes. I think near the end, or in the hospital or something, that I thought was like, this is great. Um, Made me cry, I'm pretty sure. But, like, so much of Juno, like, just rubbed me the wrong way, because, like, I don't know. There was just stuff that I'm like, People don't talk like this. But then I kind of checked myself because I'm like, you like Tarantino stuff. People don't talk like that. And I, it's it's very like Heather's also. Which I like Heather's. I don't know. But I did. I will. So I love Jennifer's body. Then I watched Jennifer's body and I was kind of like, I don't know. Because I'm like a yellow Cody. But I thought it worked. I thought it worked in uh, Jennifer's body. I really like that movie. Um but I haven't seen a whole bunch of the other Diablo Cody I movies. Think that stuff works better in horror because you're in like this very you kind of know the environment you're in. And mm-hmm. so I think that kind of works better. Like it ages better than the stuff with Juno. I think the stuff with Juno is like the stuff with her and Jennifer Gardner is like so wonderful. And like I love the evolution of Justin Bateman in that movie of like being kind of the cool guy to be yeah. douchebag it's like <laughs> such a great evolution that happens throughout the movie it's i just think beyond the the really cringy dialogue in the first 15 minutes as you go on like it it, it there's a lot of really good stuff there yeah i probably need to rewatch it because i i look back on the good stuff yeah. there's some really good stuff in juno and i think i think it just starts off like like you said the first thing that's like run me the wrong way and then i was like yes. having a hard time getting back on board but yeah. um but I like Jennifer's body, and I think Lisa Frankenstein seems way more in line with that yes, than absolutely. So I will, I will see it at some point whenever it hits whatever streaming service I have. Yes, <laughs> so yes, we'll check it out. Definitely check it out. Okay, cool, cool. Um, okay, so I tweeted about this movie, uh-huh. and then it weirdly got a lot of attention, which my tweets don't usually do. Of uh, <laughs> uh, a movie called Land of Bad that just came out. Oh, is this what all the action boys are into right now? I've seen a post about it. This is what all the action boys are into. And I I think only (laughs) the action boys because I looked at the box office weekend and the poor movie did not do well. Um, Oh, so it was on in movie theaters. It's in movie theaters. No, it's in movie theaters. Um, It's, yeah, it's in movie theaters. And I, it had no promotion. I'm not, I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty dialed in. I didn't see a single ad for this not like on youtube not on tv yeah. like nowhere and um i've literally just seen people post about it and that's it that's the only way i think it's spreading the word yeah. i feel so bad because the director is william eubank who did underwater Kristen stewart oh yeah you saw that uh-huh. movie i really like and uh he was on twitter he actually liked my tweet i saw he's like retweeting people oh, and good. saying like thank you for supporting the movie because basically i think like he's trying to say like the studio's not doing it so thank you guys yeah. for doing something so um uh yeah land of bad uh i don't it's really good not to make a pun but it's like it's <laughs> it's really i made my stupid gene shout out to you but like more like land of good um it's because i went because people on the action twitter were like land yeah. of bad is good so um 
it's basically the story about these small team of guys who go on like a rescue mission um, to get like a CIA asset out of somewhere. And then things go bad, like right off the bat. Um, and then so one of the guys on the team is Liam Hemsworth, who I've never really liked much in anything. Yeah. But I think he's really good in this. Oh, <laughs> like, interesting. like by far the best thing I've seen him do, like by far. Um, he's like the Air Force guy and he's with a bunch of like tier one operators who are uh-huh. like, you know, just badass guys and they're giving him shit. You're like, oh, you're an Air Force like by chair force type <laughs> like desk jockey type and you're out here in the field you've been on two missions and he's like a little nervous about going on a mission um but he's like the guy that goes back to the people who control drones which is russell crowe is also in the movie and oh, he's, he's so funny he's very funny in this actually <laughs> he's like he he's really funny he is he's like the levity because the movie yes. is very tense for yeah. and, and intense for a lot of it with the you go back and forth between Liam Hemsworth and this, these guys on the ground. Well, Luke Hemsworth is there. That's one of the guys. So we Ooh. have we've got two Hemsworths. No Chris, though. Um, a guy named Ricky Whittles and the guys. And Milo Ventimiglia is like oh, the leader, okay. yeah, yeah. the leader of the group. Um, and things go bad. They get separated. Some guys get captured. Some guys get injured. Maybe a guy gets killed. I won't, I won't spoil anything. But like they, <laughs> things go very bad. So Liam Hemsworth is like on his own. Has been on like two missions in the field. He's going back and forth with um, Russell Crowe back and and it's funny that the movie ha- does not really ask any big like political or questions. Uh-huh. I feel like, but I think it is about the disconnect between like people in the military who are out in the field and people in the military who are like in offices. Because like oh, Russell Crowe and his people are like the drone operators, and they're like yeah. in this very like pushy office, like talking about like who didn't make the coffee and like they're watching like the ncaa like march madness tournaments on tv is like in the background and like they're just like you know their desk like okay you look good you know like it's and like it's funny because at one point russell crowe and the lady that works with him are like in a very liam hemsworth in a gunfight basically and they're on the radio with him and this guy comes in and was like hey we're going to starbucks you guys want anything and they're like get the fuck out of here like just the this is an economy of like people back in the office who work at their starbucks order happened in the woods but for the Oh, yeah. For like, <laughs> like the army or something. Yes, I just love this whole thing. And there's a speech somebody makes early on to Liam Hemsworth about like, it's very different to be mm-hmm. back there controlling like a drone versus going face to face with someone out in the field. Absolutely. Like, very different. So, and of course, that kind of comes into play later on. So, but I do like the evolution of that of like, like you lose technology, like you, you lose the technological advantage, like you know, what could you do, you know, kind of yes. like spend for yourself. Um, so it's kind of like <laughs> Liam Hemsworth gets own little Rambo movie for a while, like where he's like just behind enemy lines. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's a lot of action, a lot of really good action um, yeah. peppered throughout. And then you cut back to like the Russell Crowe stuff. And he's just really funny because he's just like not taking shit from anybody. <laughs> like, um, I don't want to spoil too much, but there's like a huge like action climax with like Liam Hensworth and the other guys where they are and Russell Crowe has been like taken off the drone and he's like in a grocery store doing uh-huh. grocery shopping <laughs> and like and just the the back and forth of like him asking to buy like vegan cheese and then it's like back to Liam Hensworth like fighting a guy for his life and then it's like it's like going back and forth it's a funny like weird touch I would not yeah. imagine in this movie um and I wouldn't want to spoil how it resolves but it's 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 really good. Like it's it's like a that pretty awesome. brutal 
action movie. Again, it's not asking like big questions about like what are we doing there? Why? It's just kind of like guys on a mission, like yeah. shit goes bad. How do you deal with that? Um, and like the guys in the ground versus the guys back in the offices who were like not seeing real <laughs> danger yeah. or combat. So um it's really good. Yeah, William Eubank is a talented director. Um and I hope he gets to do more. I'm very sad this movie it's seems so to have been like... It's like that and like the, you know, Doug Lyman with the Roadhouse remake. It's like, why are you... Why? Why? Why are you putting any movie... <laughs> any money behind these movies if you're not going to tell anyone about it? Or, you know, drop it in theaters. The thing is, I'm really surprised that they don't want to put the Roadhouse movie in theaters. Like, I'm really shocked. I, did you see the update about that? Though I saw a tweet. No, I don't is know if there's something else happening? I don't know if this is true or not. Apparently, Amazon now claims, or somebody, an insider, uh-huh. says that that if they gave them the choice, like we'll give you sixty million dollars for the budget if you go to theaters. If you don't uh-huh. go to theaters, we'll give you eighty-five million, kind of like cover because they uh-huh. wouldn't get back end if they don't go yeah. to you know. So, and they claim that Jake Gyllenhaal and Doug Liman took the eighty-five million dollars, but now they also want to go to theaters. So Amazon feels like they're trying to like double dip on them is the you know i can't feel bad for amazon <laughs> so it's no, like i will never ever i don't care <laughs> i just thought it was interesting that if they were like that they were like huh? if they want to take the more money and then go to theaters but couldn't they just go to theaters and amazon's like well you can go to theaters but we won't give you any more money i don't you know it's like i don't know yeah i don't um, understand like whatever <laughs> i know i'm not that much of a movie insider know all the ins and outs of how people get paid but uh i still think it should go to theaters i mean it i just don't I don't see what the harm of it is. I don't either. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just don't understand. Like, don't you want to make some money? I just go back yeah. to the the Netflix Glass Onion insanity where it's like they could have made so much money. Yes. And instead they let it sit for like five days and pulled it out. And I'm like, do you really think people wouldn't have then watched it on your streaming service? too? Yeah. Like, and I don't know how to <laughs> like, again, I'm not a movie guy, but I feel like. Movie you're guy. you're you ha- the movie guy. Yeah. No, that's that's James. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's the movie guy. I uh it, I don't know. It's just to me it's like I don't know. I, not like it's not real money on Netflix, but yeah. like your subscribers are your subscribers. Like if you go buy a ticket to a movie, like that's just extra income. I just can't imagine they get that many more new subscribers signing up to just watch Glass Onion, if that makes sense. Like you're getting yeah, real yeah, people 100%. to go buy real tickets. And then, like, what? Do you, I, I don't know. It's just weird to me. It's like, have yeah. both. Have both. I don't know. It's, like, very weird. And, I mean, Apple, people are trying to say Killers of Fly Moon was, Moon was, like, a financial failure. But it's, like, it's it was made and financed by Apple just, I think, to be on Apple. Like, Apple That's, Plus. That It was a marketing tool. It wasn't meant to make a ton of money. Yeah. So the fact that it made any money i think is probably yeah. a good thing for them it's like i think it by now it's probably ended up making its budget back at the very least i i think so it had made a good amount of money yeah. it, I mean, it cost a lot of money but it made a lot at, yeah. or made a good amount so at that point it's like well that's good because then you still got in your streaming service exclusively yeah. but you made money up front it's just i don't know the whole thing is weird but i think we're i don't want to put too much stock into it but i feel like the streaming model is like starting to really like kind of teeter on the brink a little bit because it's oh, like I think it absolutely is too. I think they're realizing, oh my God, this doesn't make us actual real money because yeah. you know it's like it's just it doesn't the the model doesn't work. So it's like they're doing stuff that worked like 30, 40 years ago and they're like, oh right, we should put out like physical media and like put things in theaters. 
<laughs> it's yes. like, yeah, no duh, dummies. Like, uh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, I think I just sort of pe- a Peacock and Paramount Plus want to merge. Like they're all going to end up merging with uh, each other. They're just <laughs> so, cable again. All right, let's. You know, it's all going to be it's cable cable plus. It's all cable again. <laughs> like, cable plus. That's exactly. They're just going to yeah. They're going to resell us cable. Um, it's very silly. I don't understand it. Um, but anyway, Linda Bad's really good. So I feel like good. it'll probably be out of theaters um very soon because it made Aww. no money. But hopefully it gets some uh some steam on some street whatever streaming service it ends up. On. I don't know where it'll go, but um doing what we can to tweet about it so um good so okay what else you got um i guess i'll shout out another movie i saw because uh it's gonna be like the popular movie week i guess um but uh i saw the marvels too i think about a week ago have you seen the marvels i did see the marvels did you see it in theaters (laughs) i did see it in theaters uh a movie that I okay better than Madam Web. It is uh, better than Madam Web. I thought it still had a massive bunch of problems, and it yeah. really upset me because I felt like I saw the the kernels of a good movie inside of this movie that they had like probably studio noted to death. And yeah. I thought, okay, well, I'm sorry, go like to take off on this tangent, but it's no. like the okay, I remember something happens like very early in the movie. That was like they were cross cutting and jumping so much that we were like confused. My audience literally in like unison went, huh? Like, and I, don't, I don't remember what exactly happened, but it was, we're cutting between like Captain Marvel, Monica yes. Rambeau, Nick Fury. And like we got like to one place like like it's like we just blinked and we we're somewhere else. I'm like, how the yeah. fuck did we get here? And I feel like it was edited like crazy. I think it has maybe the worst Marvel villain ever because I don't think we know their name till an hour in. They have a two-minute backstory that's like, what? It's and then the villain problem with all of these movies, like it's just like none of these are compelling, none of them are interesting because they're disposable, and that's yeah. kind of the point. And you're not, and they literally probably have like fifteen or twenty minutes of screen time, right? And it's, it's always the same thing. It's always they're like avenging their home planet or. <laughs> They want something. They want like a powerful weapon. Like, but I think that (laughs) it was the the chemistry between the three leads was really solid, and I think it has some great funny moments and a lot. And I liked the use of them switching powers. Like, I think that that was a great like idea. Yes, yeah. is a fun thing to do and a fun thing to play with and i feel like it was pulled off really well and the movie was not insanely long it was i think an hour like the same with madam it was an hour and 45 minutes <laughs> i know that was shocking when i saw that runtime i was like whoa it's like <laughs> I, but yeah. I just i think unfortunately it just has like the larger problems of the whole marvel universe all the comic book stuff um, I, the thing I did really like is I think that Brie Larson was a lot more comfortable in this movie than in Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah. She just felt so stiff in the first movie. And, like, even in the other ones, like, it kind of, like, I feel like I was giving the, her the direction to be, like, kind of be alien. Like, <laughs> don't be like a human. Kind of mm-hmm. be like an alien in a human body. 
And I was just like, it doesn't really work. She's not <laughs> doing it right. Yeah. If that's what they're giving her the direction to do. <laughs> so I feel like in this one, she felt way more comfortable. And I think it had a lot to do with the chemistry of the three people. And so I think it was like, of all the comic book movies I've seen in like the last year and a half, it was one of the better ones I've seen. I don't think it was nearly as bad as like some of the other ones. That I mean, now that I saw Madam Web, I'm like, I appreciate Marvels more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. I was too hard on the Marvels. Um, and it cause... had, like, the team actually doing something. Yes, time. that was nice. Yes, <laughs> was like, exactly. Uh, it's, I, yeah, I'm thinking, I hate to keep bashing Madam Web, but I was like, the <laughs> Marvels has some moments that actually are funny. I feel like they went yes. for some comedy in Madam Web that did not fly. There's a whole awkward scene around, like, a cookout where the guy's, like, burning burgers. They keep they keep saying it, like, he's really yeah. gonna burn those burgers. And I'm like, <laughs> is this a joke? What are we doing? Um, God. Anyway, but yeah, Marvel, you, the, the chemistry between the three is the best, I think. Especially Iman Vellani, yes. uh, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. She's, like, brings so much energy to, yes. like, you know the whole thing and that's and the it best allows them to like play off of each other yes the a... best scenes are when they're playing off yes. of each other yes. <laughs> like uh and then the other stuff is like the stuff where i'm like oh like get the villain out yeah. of here like can these yeah. three just like hang out and the power switching is fun i like that whole like gimmick is a good gimmick yes um i thought i was like really worried about the cat stuff and i thought it was gonna be kind of stupid and end up being kind of cute <laughs> in the end like yeah it was like not super overdone and like it had a point at the end, which is funny and silly and very comic book esque. Yeah, it's I, it's it's fun. I I think I I mean I'm thinking I'm legitimately appreciate it more. I've seen some worse yes. uh, superhero movies, and I'm like like the third maybe... Thor movie. What no was that the third one? The most recent one. No, that was the fourth. Fourth. One. The fourth. One. Love and Thunder was. Yeah, Not good. Rough, uh, rough times. I haven't <laughs> rough seen Quantumania, time. but I feel like I don't really need to watch it. No, probably not. Especially since they did all this stuff with Kang. Yes. Um, and uh, that actor will not be around anymore. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, he he messed up. He's he's gone. He, he's gone. They were like, "You're out of here." Um, yes. And a lot of it's focused on him. That one's not. And he did had a rough year. I, we talked about this a few times. Like I think on the podcast with other things, but the the whole superhero genre had a very rough. 2023 but i think that's why like we were seeing all these wonderful films kind of come to the top and i want to ask you a question uh since this is like a hangout episode yeah yeah (laughs) um if you were to give a film an academy award for best film or like what would you choose and what do you choose from the winners oh okay wait what am i picking from the nominees i guess the nominees okay let me pull up the list (laughs) uh this is good because it was funny. I had an idea to do like a bonus episode talking about the Oscars, <laughs> even though I feel like we all joke about how like we oh, don't care about, about the Oscars. I should have pitched you that before we started, but <laughs> this is very on the fly. Um, uh, where's I just want the full list of Oscar Best Picture nominees. I feel like I know my answer, but yes. I do want to look. Uh, I mean, it's probably Oppenheimer because <laughs> ah, I'm thinking okay. about. I'm, I'm thinking about that because that was my number two favorite movie of the year. 
And I, 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 I would give it to John Wick four, but I can't. He wasn't nominated. But uh. well, okay, then that's your choice for best film of last year's probably John Wick four. <laughs> and make a stunt Oscar, damn it! Let's get let's get those people. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't understand like casting. I mean, I kind of get it, but I'm also like, there are so many other t- things that we could be giving people Oscars for. <laughs> like they're actively avoiding making up a stunt award. Like yes. it's like, it's very weird to me. Um. I mean, I'd, I'd probably go Oppenheimer. That was, I thought that was fantastic. So, and yeah, like it's probably going to win. I, I think, I don't know. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon maybe could win. I th- I think I would give it to Killers of the Flower Moon. Just because, like, that was such an insanely powerful experience in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think it was just, like, such a fantastic movie. Like, you, you really can't beat it. Oh, have you seen Maestro? I have not seen Maestro. <laughs> oh, okay. I think you should wa- let's do an episode on Maestro because I would love. <laughs> I would love to uh, <laughs> discuss it. I feel like I've been actively avoiding it because it just seems like it's not going to be my thing. Because I just it sounds did like you like a Star is Born. I did like a Star is Born, but this seems very different. It's, it's, I, it's very different. Sounds like Bradley Cooper like begging for an Oscar. Which I don't know. I didn't feel that from um, Star is Born. I didn't feel like he was like, please give me an Oscar. Um, <laughs> he probably should have won be- uh, Best Actor. I can't remember who he was up against. But I thought he was great in that movie. Um, oh, let's look it up. <laughs> have you seen the Iron Claw? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I love Iron Claw. That was the one I was really bummed that it didn't get any nominations. Yeah, no attention. Poor Zac yeah. Efron bears his soul and they give him nothing <laughs> like that uh, was such a fantastic performance like i i really that was a hard one to watch it's very uh, sad like i thought i didn't knew the story going in but oh, it was that like was, that was the remy Malik. <laughs> oh jesus god oh god they want some fake teeth and we'll give play a play a person a biopic we'll give you a Oh man, that's worse than I <laughs> yeah, thought. That's a rough one. Man, wow, that makes me even sadder. Bradley Cooper, I he know. probably is like, God damn it, I lost the guy with the fake teeth and playing. They're such whores for people playing real people. At they the really are. They're like, you did it. Um, meanwhile, Bradley Cooper plays this like fully fleshed out character. He's got all these real deep problems, and they're like, I nope, know. just ignore yeah. that. Um. That's but sad. he does do a good, like a good job with like the Leonard Bernstein stuff. Like him being playing that character, I really appreciated that. But it just ended up being like this sad drama about his wife dying from cancer, and like oh. I'm just like, this is not. I mean, of course it's sad, but it's also like he had so he did so much. Why are we focusing on this? I don't know. Oh, yeah, that even so makes weird. me want to see it. I people the cancer movies, people die from cancer. I do not do well. Yes. <laughs> do not do well with those movies. Like, oh, I don't know. I understand? They're, they're it's just so hard to watch. It's tough. I I don't know that one. I've been I've been avoiding that one on purpose. <laughs> I understand. Like, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Like, okay. I'm probably not going to watch a zone of interest because I just don't think I physically am capable of doing it. I, uh, yeah, I want to, but I'm, I, I, you know, it doesn't seem easy or fun. Yes. So it's like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll catch it at some point, but I'm going to have to like really 
ready myself, I guess. I think the only one I haven't seen is, besides Zone of Interest is Anatomy of a Fall, which that's I the one I haven't seen either. Yeah, the other one I haven't seen. Um, yeah. I heard good things. Yeah, but I haven't seen Maestro. I haven't seen American Fiction. Or these? American oh, these. I'm sorry. American Fiction is great. Are these actually the best picture? Okay, sorry. Yeah, American Fiction. I have not seen Anatomy of Fall, Maestro, and Zone of Interest. So Zone of Interest just has not played near me. I think it did play at like our local art house theater weeks ago, but I couldn't go. Um, I was like, I'll catch it when I catch it at this point. Because I really like Jonathan Glazer as a director. Um, I've actually wanted to do like a little like mini series on his. He's only made three movies up to this point before Zone of Interest. I think birth is like an amazing movie and even um yes i'm gonna watch that soon because it's on criterion and i, and I just watch under the skin which yes under the skin fantastic really good on your under the skin episode if you, if you choose. <laughs> i was gonna say yeah please i because i was like i just it's only three i'd like to just talk yeah. about all three of his movies yeah. so i will do that at some point you'll have to come on and then yeah uh, that would be great it's, and I'm curious what you think of birth. If you really like birth, you can come up with that one too. <laughs> like yes. I, birth is so, uh, I don't know. It's got this premise that sounds so like scandalous in uh-huh. like in what it is, but it's, I feel like it's so much more than that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's I I'm fascinated by that movie. I've never seen it being like, this is so weird, but I'm really weirdly like just yeah. taken in by it. And Nicole Kidman's amazing in it. Like she has, like the scene where she's sitting in a theater and it's all nonverbal and the uh-huh. just like a close up on her face for like two minutes unbroken. It I I think it's like some of the best acting I've ever seen. It's incredible. I love like her. Nicole Kidman is one of our best. She's she's good and still feels underrated, weirdly, yes. I feel like. Yes. So it's because she makes so many movies. Like does make she a lot is of movies. Someone who works like all the time and she works and she works and she'll try out new directors and she'll just like keep trying stuff because she just loves it yeah yeah no she's really good so i think you're gonna like birth i'll be curious what your thoughts are on that yes, one because i will it's definitely a weird one <laughs> share when i watch it and I, i'm excited too okay um but yeah marvels is kind of fun that was i'm glad you yeah. i'm glad you liked it yeah yeah uh, marvels is fun yeah that's all you need sometimes uh that's, so... <laughs> that's the kind of poppy films i've watched i've watched of course some like heavy stuff too but you know oh yeah Keep it light and bubbly. Oh, okay. Well, I can keep that going because I watched a fucking batshit crazy movie from Hong Kong called The Cat from 1992. Um, Because there's a few movies that's called The Cat. It's like, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, The Cat from 1992. It is the same director as the guy. He's the guy who did Riccio and Seventh Curse. Have you seen either one of those? No. Oh my God, they're so. <laughs> They're so crazy. I am highly unversed in like any Asian action films, which I hope to get to one day. They're they're good. I enjoy yeah. most of them that I, that I watch. It's I get Daniel's getting into it right now, and I'm so excited for him. I'm like, yes, like this That's is what awesome. I wanted. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Rikio's great. Rikio's like a live action like anime or something because he's like punching people's oh. like. He's like punching holes through bodies and like it's just oh, so... so it's very much in that. Oh, that's really cool. It's like and it's so like gory and violent over the top, but it's also so over the top that I feel like it's not like gross or off putting. Yeah. It might be so gross. I don't know. It's like it's so ridiculous. You're just like hands on your head, like Jesus Christ, what am I watching? <laughs> like, um it's wild. Um and Seventh Curse is crazy too. But yeah, the cat is like crazy i don't think it's as good as seventh curse or riccio um let me tell you the premise of the cat 
So yes. <laughs> it's a cat from outer space teams up with a young alien girl and her knight, who's in like an old man, and the three of them team up with a, uh, a novelist from Earth <laughs> to fight a murderous alien that possesses people. <laughs> so it's like this Sounds alien... Great. What a what a that old that old chestnut. Um, so it's like <laughs> the cat and the girl and the old man are like a little team of alien people that, that came to Earth. Um, like I think they got lost here. They said or they're all starting to fight this like alien that like will. It's almost like the thing. Like when when this oh, okay. alien's like in like in outside of bodies, it looks like uh -huh. this nasty like mushroom like uh -huh. tentacle weird mess of stuff and it's gross and then when it like just goes into someone's body it just looks like a normal person for the most part um and but the alien's still controlling it um and it's just it's so bonkers like um it takes it's like a slow starter then it gets into it there's a part where like at some point they're trying to capture the cat like the police yeah I think we're after the cat specifically. So they just go buy a dog, like not a police dog. They just go buy a dog from a guy and they're like, can this dog hunt? And they're like, he's like, he's well-trained. Take him. They take this dog out. And it was like a really long stretch where the dog like chases the cat and the, the dog and the cat end up in a junkyard together and have like a one-on-one -on -one wrestling match. Like at one point, literally the cat like su suplexes the dog. <laughs> Are they like uh, models or like puppets? I think it's a it's a mix of like real animals, puppets, uh -huh. and like maybe some stop motion even. Like it's a it's a, definitely a and this like visual and special effects. It's like a mix yeah. of all four of those. Like I hope no animals were harmed. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, but the the cat and the dog have this like knockdown drag out fight. <laughs> in the junkyard where the cat like literally like flips the dog over yeah. its head and the cats like jump on the dog's back and like dogs like literally jumping through like a fucking car window to get at the cat and at one point the cat like stands in front of an electrical box and like looks back like i'm gonna get him now and does like a leap and then the dog runs into the electrical box and gets like electrocuted like you see like it's like the home alone thing where you yeah, see its skeleton exactly. but then he gets up he's okay I was like, oh, no, the dog's dead. But then he just, like, stands up and they keep fighting. I'm like, how is that dog okay? Um, That's amazing. It's insane. So that part's insane. The ending is wild when they, the, the like, they fight this alien creature. and It's, like, getting huge and growing to crazy size. And, like, um, it's just so bizarre. <laughs> like, yeah. it's such a bizarre movie. Um, like, I feel they even try to make it, like, a Hong Kong action movie because they, at one point, the alien possesses, like, a guy and the, he goes to buy guns and then uh -huh. like it turns into like a gunfight and they can't kill him because he's an alien. So he's like, getting uh -huh. shot like constantly. And he's like, ha, 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 I can't, you know, it's like, you can't <laughs> hurt me. Um, pur like purple blood. And then the alien trying to find the cat and the whole alien crew and the, another gunfight. So they're trying to get some Hong Kong action in there. Um, it's crazy. I can't even like fully describe like how insane it is. Like someone had posted a clip from it months ago on Twitter and I saw it and I was like, I gotta see this movie. Yeah. And there's a website um called like Sloppy Second Sales. <laughs> it's a funny name. But like, <laughs> but they they sell a bunch of like bootleg yeah. Blu-rays and DVDs. And it's all stuff that's like pretty much completely unavailable anywhere yeah. else. I don't feel bad buying this stuff. So um 
he's got a bunch of stuff but i bought it from there and it's pretty cheap like all his stuff's like under 10 bucks you get a that's case really, and a that's good to know case and a burned dvd sure um i watched the cat that way <laughs> so <laughs> the cat was fun it uh that's awesome yeah i almost wish it was like a little crazier like i know it sounds like probably like crazy I, it's like it has kind of starts and stops like it kind of like has uh, moments where it, it kind of the energy the whole time doesn't quite yeah keep the yeah. crazy energy all the way through but like when it does it like yeah really goes nuts so um it's a good time <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah that was the cat from 1982 so <laughs> that's awesome that that sounds like a good gateway it might be it might be almost it, maybe maybe something a little less crazier to start with i don't know if yeah, you okay uh with crazy Oh, okay, maybe you can start with the cat. <laughs> I love it. If you want Hong Kong action recommendations, please, please let me know. I will happily I will. make you a list. When stuff. I get there, I feel like that will be a good summertime thing to watch. That feels right. I don't know. You said it, and I'm like, yeah, summertime feels good. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are very sweaty. That's why. I don't know. <laughs> Hong Kong cinema feels good in this in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I only have one more. I don't know how much you how many you have left, but after yeah, um, let me see. Let's see. Everything else. Oh, I watched uh Skin of Marine. Okay. I gotta hear about this. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited because every time someone's brought up Skin and Marine, it's like uh -huh. they they love it or they hate it. I've not seen any middle ground. Middle ground. You're in the middle. Okay. All right. This is this is I'm fascinating. The one middle grounder. Um <laughs> I really enjoy like I really thought what they did was effective and I appreciated them kind of sticking with it the whole time and keeping that mood and that kind of environment through the whole movie. I just think that there needed to be like, it needed to be trimmed down because I think that movie was an hour and 40 minutes or something and it definitely could have right. been yeah. trimmed down. Because there's just not enough there there to justify sitting for that long, I think, personally. I mean, I understand it's their creation. So this is just after-the-fact notes. But <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> there, just, it's just very exciting to watch someone like that do something completely different. And right. what it was was completely different. And I'm sure it would it probably would have played better if I'd seen it in a theater. Of course, I watched it at home. Oh. But, you know, I think you can't always rely on the, like, where you're watching something sometimes to, to like, to experience a film. Like, you're not always going to experience it under, like, the optimal. Right, right. The perfect circumstances. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you kind of have to get, take it how you get it kind of thing. Um, And so... I thought it was just like a very, I think it's like going to be like the Blair Witch Project, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is a movie that I, I feel bad people get like, yeah, I, know. I, I remember we talked about that. I, we talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was on that horror episode we did uh -huh. on your show. Uh, the ending's amazing. The rest of it, yeah. uh, like, I don't, I mean, there's parts in there, but like, I don't know. I, that I think I watched that under the wrong circumstance. I remember like broad yeah. daylight uh, with other people and it was just, yeah. But Skin and Marink to me, when I saw that trailer, yeah, I, I'm not even. I thought this was like the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen in my yeah. life because it hits this like raw nerve of like yes. childhood fears. Because like I remember at 
the house I grew up in, um, my room was at, we had a long, just long hallway upstairs. Uh -huh. So it was like my parents' room was literally at the, the foot of the stairs, like right at the top of the stairs. Uh -huh. And you go to all the way down the hallway to get to my room at the other end, which when yes. you're a kid feels like, like a mile long. Like, yes, exactly. So, and I slept with the door open, which I don't know what, like today, I never sleep with the door open now, but as a kid, yeah. the door was open. And I remember if I had to make the, the walk, like to my mom's room within the uh -huh. hall, it was like the scariest thing in the world. Yes. Cause like all the other doors were open. So you're like, your kid, you're like seeing shit that's not there. Like shadows or light comes in. You're like, what the hell was that? Like, so I'm like booking it down the hallway. <laughs> so like skin, just, the, just that trailer I saw, like felt like it tapped into something like way too, yes like real for me and i don't think because I, I, I was watching this movie and i was like if you were sitting at home by yourself with like headphones on even in front of like a laptop that's fine like and you were by yourself in a dark house i don't see how this would not be like the scariest thing in the world mm -hmm. is what yeah. i thought but yeah. i haven't watched it because i don't want to see because it, it looks too scary <laughs> so yeah that's interesting i almost thought we would play better at home in a theater but i don't know that's again just that's just me thinking i don't know well i think it when you're in the theater, like all the all the noises and like the sound design would oh, that's true. Be more effective because like I don't like I don't have surround sound or anything on my TV. It's just like a regular TV, so right, like, right, doesn't pick up everything. But I could definitely feel it, and it definitely picks up on that mood of being like a kid scared and alone, and. After the fact, I read the Wikipedia summary because I was just like, I feel like, you know, I lost <laughs> something. In this. Yeah. And I definitely did. And like what, what I think if you're going to have a Wikipedia summary with that much definition, you kind of have to have, have to have a definition in the story uh -huh. and it's not there. And that's fine. Like, it doesn't have to be there, but it's like, you can't, like, how am I going to pick up on these things if it's not illustrated to me? Right, right. Like, of course, there's subtext and stuff like that, but, like, there really was nothing. It just was, like, <laughs> an hour and 45 minutes of, like, feeling like a little kid being scared again, which is totally fine, and that's great. Um, And I just, I think that whatever they do next I think is going to be really fascinating. And I think it's just like, just a great, like, we're just, we're seeing the next wave here. Yeah. I mean, it seems interesting. I would say at least it's different. Yeah. It's unique. Yeah. Uh, Cause didn't he make like a 30, 40 minute short version of this yes. like a while ago? Yeah. Okay. That seems more like the length. Cause when I just heard about it, I was like an hour and 40 seems a little long to do, yes. to do this. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested, but I'm just, I'm scared of it. I'll be honest with you. I'm like, I don't I know. Have, like, well, I have, to wait until my daughter was here because i couldn't watch it by <laughs> myself either she was in her room by you know hanging out and doing whatever so. but you had a person there i had to. a person there and That's i what... did wake up in the middle of the night like feeling that like oh I was going to ask yeah. if you felt like you were scared yeah. afterwards because that's I the did. real test I, see i thought in a theater watching skin and brink you'd have like other people would almost break the yes. illusion like you'd see somebody bring in popcorn oh, you're like i'm safe yes. i'm amongst other people like yeah. but if i'm in my own house I'm like, oh shit, I'm like, it's like paranormal activity to me. It's like that yeah, movie played better at sense. my own house because I'm like, oh shit, I'm in the place where this could happen. So yeah, like, I don't know, it's just me. But um, the sound design probably would have been better in theater. You're probably right. But yes. um, that's funny. You were kind of in the middle. I feel like you saw both sides of it. Like you saw the merits of like, yes, the, the weird part of it, the experimental part. But I am kind of like middle of the road. I tend to be because I like to explore different parts of filmmaking kind of give people the benefit of the doubt like 
I'm sure everyone gave Madame Web like one star. I gave it two and a half stars because I'm I'm a generous. I did. Person. I did give it one star. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I almost went one and a half, and then the then the end happened, and I thought, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, this. All right. And then I thought about it more, and I was like, okay, one star for you, Madame. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't have any outright like hatred for it. I've watched way, many movies I just hated yes. more. Yeah, like, I didn't yeah. feel like a strong, like, fuck this movie. I was just kind of yeah, like, absolutely. oh, man, movie, you you stepped in. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I almost felt worse for the movie. But, um, yeah. but yeah, maybe one day I'll watch Skin and Rink when people are around and it's like a great sunny day. Yes. <laughs> and it won't, it won't but another summer movie. There you go. It's a summertime movie. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I only have, I have one more to talk about. We talk more okay. if you have more, but, um. I watched a movie I really wanted to see last year, uh, but it never really played near me. And when it did, it played at like 1030 at night. Uh I was like, well, that ain't happening. Um, Movie called Dream Scenario with Nicolas Cage. Oh, yes. Did you see this? I haven't seen it, but I want to. Okay. I just I just caved and rented it Uh on Prime, like just to rent. I think it was like a cheap rental. I think it was like you could rent it for the normal price now i think it was yeah. like three bucks or something um i really liked it i really really liked it um yeah. really good nicholas cage performance like um yeah. like w- amazing premise like if you don't know the premise like such a good premise where this guy nicholas cage just like this like guy like a just a college professor like normal guy and for some reason, he starts appearing in people's dreams and like mm-hmm. a lot of people's dreams. <laughs> like yeah. at first, it's like little things like people in his class are like, I had a dream about you. And it's like, well, that's normal. I'm your teacher. Of course, yeah. I have a dream. And then he goes like a restaurant. Random hostess is like, why do you look familiar? It's like, I don't know. I've never been before. It's like, I had a dream about you. And it's like, well, that's weird. We've never met before. And then it just like spirals very quickly into like everybody's yeah. dreaming of Nicholas Cage. And like different first, it's like all kind of like fun and like he's not he's not doing much in the dreams Uh like um, he's just there and then he starts being like more active in the dreams like some there's a funny scene where there's a girl who had like a had like a sexual dream with him in it Uh and they run into each other and she's like you just come to my apartment and like reenact it but she's like we won't go all the way with it it's not like that (laughs) and then it gets awkward and it's like an awkwardly funny scene. and not to spoil too much, I'll stop. But like at one point, it kind of turns bad. Like the dr- okay, people start sure. having bad dreams yeah. about him, yeah. and like so he gets all this like kind of like fame and celebrity at first because he's like it's the man everyone's dreaming about. He's on talk shows. He wants like a book deal. Yeah. Um, and then like it turns and it's like people are having bad dreams involving him, and like he's yeah. like a pariah. Like at that yeah. point, it's like nobody wants anything to do with him, and uh, it's just kind of a funny whole like metaphor for how people can ascend to fame so quickly and how yes. fast it can like turn really badly. Yeah. Um, Cause what's the, what's the thing like milkshake duck is like the internet phenomenon where it's like, yes. so, it's like, Oh cool. This guy did this thing. And then it's like two, a week later people were like, Oh, but I found out that, you know, that guy had this charge on his, like, he did something bad 10 years ago. And yeah. now we're like, fuck that guy. So it's like, <laughs> it's like everyone loves you one minute. They hate you the next minute. So yeah. Yeah, the Nicholas, I mean, he's he's really good in it. He's kind of like this, he's kind of like a loser, like kind of awkward guy. <laughs> and it's like just a really funny performance for him. Um, and yeah, I don't want to say more than that because I don't want to spoil it. But like, um, <laughs> I, I I don't know if it like quite 
sticks the landing. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's why, like, it had some kind of things I didn't quite like. And I don't think it quite got there at the ending, like with all the stuff it was saying. But yeah. um, it does a really good job too interpreting dreams because I feel like Ooh. it's like so hard to capture those in movies. And I feel like most dreams are like you tell somebody it's like, well, I was yeah. in my house, but it wasn't my house. And then, you yeah. know, but it's like this happened and then this random thing. It is a good job like capturing like I feel like what real dreams are like for people. Um, well, I think that's really hard to pull off. So that's good to know that that's something that they were successful at. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like it's like the first thing I think you see is like his daughter says she has a dream with him. It's like, yeah, we were outside our house. And you were cleaning the pool, and then I started to like float away. You couldn't uh -huh. save me. That sounds like a dream somebody would have. It's like, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, it's funny. Nicholas Cage keeps being like, hey, he's almost upset. He's not doing anything in these dreams. He's like, so I'm not doing anything. Why do I never do anything? <laughs> he's like, I just stand there. I'm like, I would do something. They're like, we know. He just, I don't know. Like, he's upset. He's not doing anything in these dreams. Um, so yeah, it's just like a funny, awkward movie. I thought it was funny at the end. I didn't realize this till the credits roll that it's produced by Ari Aster. <laughs> And then oh, I was like, oh, okay. Because it makes sense. feels a little bit like some of his awkward comedy that he's yeah. put into stuff. But um, it is not directed by Ori Aster, if anyone's like put off by that. But it's just produced by him. But um, but yeah, did I really, I really. Was afraid? I, you did see, I did see Bo was Afraid. <laughs> I, oh my God. That, you saw that, right? I did. I still really <laughs> don't even know what to think about it. I, I don't know what to think about it either. Um. I, this reminds me of we talked about like our like Babylon early on. Yes. You and I felt like didn't want to think yeah. about Babylon. Yeah. Bo's Afraid is way weirder than Babylon, but it's yeah. like I don't know what to make of Bo's Afraid. Like I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I just thought it was really weird and some points very self-indulgent. <laughs> and like Yeah, I think that's the part that I don't like is like the complete self-indulgence <laughs> and the like I don't know. I, I'm totally fine with like weird movies, but there's just yeah. there's something about it when it I don't know. There's just something about it that's that that felt a little unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard I to really describe. liked the like atmosphere and stuff. Like I was like, oh, this feels like a video game. And then someone told me afterwards, like, yeah, he took a lot from video oh. games. And I was like, yeah, it totally felt like he was an art like what it, are those like non non, you know, speaking players or whatever those oh, are. Oh, the NPCs, non-playable NPC, characters. Yes, yeah. Yes. The first part it, definitely has that feel. Yes, yes. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it totally felt like that. And I feel like if it had kept up like what it had in the beginning i think if it had cut out some of the middle part i just yeah. feel like it would have <laughs> been more and i don't want to be like an editor i feel like i'm editing all these <laughs> movies but i'm just like i feel like there's just needs to be sometimes an editing eye and especially like people like ari aster they don't get editing eyes anymore i don't think i well did you know that he had a much longer cut of that movie it's like a oh, five God. hour it's like a five hour cut of that movie <laughs> like then just turn it into a mini series yeah i mean at that point you kind of have to because like five hours for a movie is and i don't watch tv shows but i'm like you gotta yeah. cut a five I, part of me kind of loves when a director takes like tens of millions of dollars from a studio and then makes an insane like five oh, yeah, hours madness but it's like then in execution i'm like well maybe it wasn't that good but it's the yeah. middle part of 
uh, Bo's Afraid is probably my least favorite stretch. Like he's yes. like in the forest for a lot of it. Yeah. And it's like tr- that. I was like, this is too much. Can we get like the first part had me really like captivated, like full of anxiety and yeah. you know, all this yeah. stressful stuff. And then like the last half got so crazy that I, or the last third, I guess got so crazy. Yeah. I was kind of back into it, but I was just like, this is, it's almost too much. Uh, it's like it's just really. Yeah, I was gonna try and find my review. I don't. <laughs> feel like it's been. I feel like I watched that like forever ago. That does feel like a long time ago. Was that like last April or something? Like that was. Yeah, but I I think I watched it in early January. Oh okay. Let me see. I thought while well, you're looking for that, I thought the stuff when he's at like Nathan Lane's house was really funny. Like, yes. Nathan Lane was cracking me up. Like, um, uh, that stuff was great. And then he leaves there, and I feel like kind of goes off the rails for a bit. So, oh, I I did appreciate. I was rereading what I wrote. I was like, I did appreciate the fact that it went from like being an adult to being a kid. I liked that oh, yeah. part. Like, I felt like there was a lot of like. I feel like if I had maybe dived even more into like the weird psychology of the mom and stuff, I feel like that would have been more interesting to like yeah. dive into. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't really get into Very it weird. too much. There's enough there where I was like, is Ari's asked her, is this mom still alive? Will she see this? And yeah. be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I know. I always feel bad for these people who like comment on their family very closely and you're just like ah yeah I'm like are you working some stuff out in this movie yes <laughs> he took 50 million dollars may 24 something about me i never want to watch it <laughs> yeah me i wouldn't want to see anything about myself yeah. um god it's a weird movie i don't know i don't know when if i'll ever revisit it but i do think about it from time to time i'm like that was some yeah. weird shit that i saw <laughs> um i don't know it's again it's unique so i have to appreciate that we got that i had to appreciate that that i was seeing that in an amc it was like this is insane that i'm watching this next door to like whatever big blockbuster was out (laughs) like um so yeah but dream scenario is not but was afraid crazy it's i think it's the right level of weird yes so what do you think your next movie you're gonna see is like in theaters oh uh dune probably oh okay dune two when does that come out March? March 1st. Oh, okay, so it's like in two weeks. Yeah, because next yeah. week I'll be out of town, so I probably won't see yes. anything. I don't think it's coming out anyway. Um, But I will be rushing back to see Dune Part 2 because I'm very yeah. excited. So, yeah, probably Dune 2. Do you know what your next movie is going to be? I'm trying to see the taste of things. I was going to try and see it this weekend, but it just didn't work out. Pretty good really things about that. see that because I love like a food movie and I love Julia Binoche, so I'm totally like, I'm ready to watch and be hungry. <laughs> The few people I have seen who've seen it have given like five stars. Like they've yeah. loved it. Like I don't think it's playing anywhere near me either. I think it's like in the uh, the big cities right now. It might yeah. expand, but it's not. I don't think it's playing near me. But um, I've heard good things. So yeah, I think it just dropped this week. So I think it'll probably be expanding soon. But yeah, I'm really excited to see that. I really want to. It looks it looks just beautiful. Sometimes you just like want to watch something that's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> that's what I've heard too. It's like it's a beautiful yeah. movie and will make you hungry. So yes. there you go. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I think you'll like dream scenario whenever it comes, Yes. like when we get around to it, um, it's good. Um, anything else you want to talk about or not really? That's all. Okay. I mean, that's pretty much what I've seen the last couple of weeks. 
yeah, that I'm basically out at that point. Everything else has been like rewatches or <laughs> yeah, other exactly. podcast stuff. So I've been watching '90s comedies recently because I've been cleaning and stuff, and it's like perfect thing to relax to at the end of the day. Oh yeah, yeah, that basketball. is good for that. I did see you watch basketball. Was that a first time watch? No, I've seen that okay. movie like 50 billion <laughs> times. I I do love that movie. I uh, I wish they made more movies like just yeah. the, like the two of them in the movie, like because then they've made like team america and the south park yeah, movie unfortunately and... it like has like bad like anti-gay humor in it of course like oh uh, yeah like all those <laughs> comedies at the time but besides that a lot of the humor and stuff is still pretty funny and like holds up yeah i forgot i mean i guess it's just that's 1998 so it's yeah. like of course there's like semantic gay humor but doesn't like, a big part of the climax involve them making out in front of everybody <laughs> like yes that, so. but there's not any booing or anything everyone's just like what's going on it's not like ew <laughs> these guys are making out it's just like huh <laughs> yeah the things i always i still probably quote that movie but like the whole bob costas like uh you're yes. excited feel these nipples <laughs> um god what, I, mean, so I was thinking about that i was like do those guys get so much money in residuals from being in all like commentators in all these movies it's a good question right they they have been commentators in like so many like sports movies or kind of sports movies. Like I would love to know how much they That's make from these. Movies. A good question. I do not know the answer. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I think I want to rewatch basketball now too. It's yes, been a while. It's on Prime if you have Prime. Oh, good. Okay. I my, my one of my favorite bits. There's so many silly bits. It's like you yeah. know. I think because it's produced or directed by some of the airplane guys involved, yes. like the and like the. The thing where I think it's Trey, no, is it Matt Stewart? Trey Parker is driving, and then like the song comes on. It's like what's going on in his life, and it's like okay, it's like... maybe I'll video that and put it on Twitter because that's exactly what I was thinking about last. I was cackling so hard at that part, and I was like, I think another movie did this too, and I can't remember what it is, and I yeah. feel like it's something that another comedy copied, and like now I'm gonna have to track it down. Who asked James? He probably knows. He, knows he probably knows. I all I think of that bit is from his basketball. It's like yes. just going so specific in what's going on in his life. It's like and you it's got his voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's like get that checked out, that sore checked out or something. And he's like, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> a guy trying to steal your team. It's like, what? Yeah. Uh, oh, good. I love all I, the silly stuff is that holds up. I feel like that kind of yes. stuff. Like, um. Yeah, so it's that's good stuff. I <laughs> I really want to rewatch that. I probably will. All right, actually. watch it tonight. Okay, Go I probably on. will. Um. Okay. Well, I, that's all. I'm. Thank you for hanging out and talking yeah, no with problem. me. Thanks for having me on and to hang out. That was yeah. really fun. I do like doing these from time to time, just like a, a chill a wrap, up. wrap up, a hangout yeah. episode. So yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, and we'll have to talk about under the skin at some point. Maybe birth if you like birth. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Um. And yeah, and we'll, we'll do Starman with Daniel eventually. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully, yes, maybe in the next few weeks, we'll get back together and do that. Um, because yes. yeah, I'll be out of town and then there's a lot of stuff going on, but we'll, we're gonna find time. So, uh, yeah, we'll get back to it. So, everyone who's waiting for Starman, it's coming. I don't know when, <laughs> but it's coming. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, thank you again. You can tell people like what you're up to, what where they can follow you, all that um, stuff. Yeah, so you can follow me. I'm at Stunning Con with two G's on Twitter, and then I have Schooled by Cinema, my podcast. I'm getting ready to do the next season soon, so I'll probably be hitting at the end of March. So yeah, I'm doing a lot of animation. 
Oh, nice. I was gonna I was gonna ask you, but I don't want like putting pressure on you. Be like, where's yeah, more no. school for cinema? Yeah, no, coming. <laughs> like, I want it. Um, okay, so I didn't want to be like get work it. No, that's good. I'm glad it's coming back pretty soon. So, um, yes. okay, good stuff. Everyone should be following you and following the podcast. It's really yes. good. Um, and yeah, and for our stuff, uh, we can follow the podcast on Twitter at Film Feast Pod. You follow me on Twitter at Maplet eighty seven. Uh, me and the podcast on Instagram, Film Feast, all one word. You can follow me on Letterbox if you want at uh, Maplet eighty seven. Um, and I think the next episode, I feel bad even. I don't. I won't even say what the next thing is because things keep getting pushed back. But I'm going to say it because I feel like it's going to happen this time. I think <laughs> the next episode episode. <laughs> to sean connery uh the next episode is going to be on hunt for red october uh i'm gonna have i think jesus i think i'm gonna have on the we love dad movies guys um oh, nice. yeah i think we're gonna talk about uh showdown little tokyo is the plan oh, cool. i'm very excited about because i love showing little tokyo um so uh that should be what's up next yeah. but plans change as we've seen today yes. <laughs> so who knows um just just keep following us oh, we're doing something so um <laughs> all right well thanks everybody and we'll talk to you next time bye everybody